everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Remember what I told you guys about the statistic that you're more likely to have a son in the Super Bowl than to compete for Miss America? Well, I'm going to kind of embrace that today because we have a very special guest and she's all the way in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I have my little Spanish accent going on. I know I got this. <laughs> so um, my very good friend, Daniela, all the way from Puerto Rico, um, She's actually Puerto Rico's Outstanding Teen, and I got to meet her during the Miss America's Outstanding Teen Week, so I'm very excited to have her on, and right here on the Fame Game, I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to go ahead and start this interview, so how are you doing today, Daniela? Hi, Maddie. I'm doing great, and I'm very excited to be a part of your radio show. (laughs) Thanks. So what is it like in Puerto Rico right now? Is it like dark outside? Because I know you said like the time difference is kind of like huge chunk. It's probably like eight over there or something yeah, like that. Right now it's actually 8 p.m. It's really dark outside. It gets a little chilly during the night, but you know, not as chilly as it gets in the States. But yeah, it's the time difference is pretty much That's awesome. So why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about yourself and your family? Well, back home, I'm from a family of six. I'm the middle girl. Um, I have an older sister. She's 21. I have an older brother. He's 19. And my little brother, it's his birthday today. He turned 10. And we are a really close family. We all live at home. My brother just moved to an apartment um, pretty far away, like two hours away. But we're really close. And, you know, Puerto Rican families, they're really traditional. So... We like to embrace, um, you know, and celebrate a lot. Today we were celebrating my little brother's birthday and all the family was here. So, yeah, I, you know, we're really happy and loving. That's awesome. And by the way, happy birthday to your brother, Rudy, then, because Thank I know you. I'm, you're welcome. <laughs> I met him at Miss America's Outstanding Teen and he's just like the cutest thing. He's so funny and he missed you so much. I'm like, that is like the sweetest thing ever. So. Oh, yeah. He's a character. He's a little man. Yeah. He's finally a two-digit number. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny, though. I just remember all the things. Like, he would hang out. He got to go to Disneyland, and he was just so cute. I'm like, man, little brothers, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's a cutie. <laughs> Definitely. So, what is a typical, like, Puerto Rican life like for you? I mean, going to school, like, what is it like for you just on a daily basis? What do you typically do? Well... Every day, obviously, during the week, I have school since 8 p.m. through 2 p.m. And, you know, in Puerto Rico, it's really hot outside. So during the weekends, we usually go to the beach. We do water sports. Um, We hang out, normal teammate stuff. We go to the movies. We do sports. But, you know, during the week, I go to school. I have my study periods. I... I like to do, I like to work out. Obviously, I I run in the in the track near home, so it's pretty it's pretty like pretty normal, like in every other place in the United States. But the reason I think Puerto Rico is so different, since it's an island, it's so small. So the towns are really small. You, it's like 15 minutes from one town to the other, and then we're always traveling back and forth. All my best friends, we live in we live in different towns, and it's pretty normal here mm-hmm. for that to be that way. So 
Yeah, but it's not really different. Just it's an island, so it's always hot. You have a beach in every corner. And, yeah, but I would love for you to visit, though. It's pretty fun over here. That's awesome. I know I want to go over there so badly. I was telling my parents about it. I'm like, you know, we got to go to Puerto Rico sometime because I know Daniela there. And then we can go visit like the malls and all like the islands and just like just have a ball because I heard it's such a great place. You know, like it's so beautiful there. And like you were saying, everybody's so welcoming. Exactly. You know, what I love about it here is that you know, not everyone is fluent in English and Spanish, but even though they don't speak your language, they will be so welcoming and they will try their best. It's pretty funny, but they're so welcoming with tourists. And, you know, maybe Puerto Rico is not really big. It doesn't have, you know, such, you know, interesting places like Europe or anything. But I think, you know, people really enjoy the small places and the small locations because, it's fun to be with your friends and families, go to the beach. They have really beautiful beaches. They have a lot of historical sightings, too. So it's pretty interesting since we have a lot of European and American influence over here. So I think it's very, it's also educational. You know, mm-hmm. to come here and you learn a lot, but it's really fun. And if you, if you can come with your family, I think it would be, you will have a blast. Definitely. Yeah. I'm going to make it a vacation one day. Don't worry. I'll come out there sometime. I'll just find an excuse to go over there. I really hope so. <laughs> I'll be waiting for that. That's <laughs> awesome. Yes, I would love you to come to Arizona, mainly because I want you to come in the summer, though, because I want you to experience an Arizona summer. Yeah, that would be awesome. You're like, oh, yeah, that's really hot, isn't it? Yeah, it's super hot. There's no humidity. And I just like, I think that's the best part, though. And people call me crazy because they're like, why would I want to go out there during the summertime? But if you think about it, that's when you get to experience like all the little water parks that go on here, those events in the summertime. That's like the best. Exactly, of course. You know, and that's what Arizona, every time I ask someone about Arizona, you know, you need to point out that it's really hot there. So why not go in summer, during summer? But I would love to. Yeah. I've heard Arizona is beautiful and I've seen a couple of pictures. Since I have some friends from Arizona, I met Mm -hmm. two friends at a cruise and they told me a little bit about it and I saw some pictures and I think it's beautiful. Oh, so thanks. I would love to. Yeah, well, I think Puerto Rico is pretty beautiful as well. I've seen pictures and I did. I know this is sounds really weird, but just like being in Spanish class and then looking at the different like Spanish speaking like territories and countries. Um, Puerto Rico was one of them and I picked it and I totally like disregarded it because I didn't like remember it at the time but I forgot to tell you yeah I totally did a project on that and I was like oh I just I knew a little bit about it so oh great yeah if you do some research you know it's they have a lot of interesting stuff since I live here I don't realize it as much as when I you know when I speak about my island and I speak to others about it and when I was on you know Miss Patrick's outstanding team that you really you know embrace everything about where you live and you learn a lot I realize how you know how great it is to to visit Puerto Rico and know about it and it's, since it's so important you know to the history of the United States I think everyone should know a little bit about it yeah but I yeah, think it's course. super cool and just like going through all the research and looking at like the great tourist spots in Puerto Rico I know you were saying that they have amazing beaches is that true yes of course they have and they have <laughs> caves they have a rainforest. Oh, um, so it's nice. a beautiful rainforest. And a lot of people go 
you know, I have friends that go all the time. They go hiking through the rainforest, and I don't go as much. It's pretty far <laughs> from where I live. But, um, yeah, and I actually live in one of the most antique towns of Puerto Rico. Um, it was the second town founded ever. So um, I live in an antique home, brick streets. I Ooh. live right in front of the chapel. So it's so pretty and so different from other towns. So I would love for you to come, and then I can take you you know, to where I live and then to the other towns so you can see how different they are from each other. So there's like a little bit of everything. And then uh, where my brother is currently living, where mm-hmm. his apartment is at, it's like a city. You know, it's San Juan, and that's like the most modern town you can get here. And they have like, you know, not huge skyscrapers or everything, but they have like tall buildings, and then it's a little bit more modern. So yeah, there's like a little bit of everything here. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, though. Yes, I would love to just explore and kind of like take a little bit of time to see absolutely everything, including like the historical things and the cultural things, because that I think what you're saying is that, you know, that's what makes up Puerto Rico and like how it's so great. So I think that would be very cool. And I will definitely take the opportunity to do that, hopefully soon, too, because I don't want to span this out too long. Exactly. Please. <laughs> yes. So if you could pick or at least say what is one interesting thing like out of everything in Puerto Rico, what is one interesting thing about Puerto Rico just in general? I know you've told me like quite a few things, so that's why I'm just interested to hear um, what you would say. <laughs> well, I, I think the most interesting is our traditions. And when I say traditions, it's that you know, you have to experience it to understand. But um, but I think that we stand out for the most is if you go to a typical um, Christmas party over here with a complete Puerto Rican family, I think you would be totally amazed because, you know, it's so loud and we have, you know, our own typical instruments, our own typical music that you will be totally unfamiliar with probably. And then the way we celebrate our, the foods here, you know, rice, beans and all, you know, we have a lot of mm-hmm. food that you will, I think you've never tasted before. So if you go, you know, to any celebration here, it is so different. And I think we, you know, it's something really special about, about us. And then we celebrate everything. We celebrate three kings. We have, you know, we have like a lot of things that maybe, you know, you don't have in the States. So that's why maybe I get probably more days off school than you do. But, um, yeah, I think that's it, because we have a lot of American influence, so there's a, probably a lot of things that are pretty the same to any family in the United States or any Hispanic family, but back here in Puerto Rico, I, I'd say, you know, our traditions and our celebrations. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well... Before we get into any more, because I can talk for a really long time, and before I do that, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. 
Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our lovely conversation with Daniela from Puerto Rico. So, Daniela, we were just talking about kind of like the culture and why Puerto Rico is so great, and I find it quite interesting. Just everything that you're saying, like, you know, the islands and the beauty of it and what you have, because although, I mean, it is completely different from Arizona, and although I haven't been there, (laughs) you know, just seeing like the differences and the cool little aspects of each of our our states is really nice. So I know you were talking about food very briefly and I have like a weird thing about talking about food on my show. So I thought, you know, something that we were talking about at Miss America's Outstanding Teen was kind of like the dishes that Puerto Rico has. Can you like describe what that's like? Okay, so, you know, we're really famous for our fried dishes. Maybe, I'm not sure if you're a fan of those, but um, we're really, we eat a lot of fried plantains. Um, I was actually eating for dinner. It's called mofongo. And mm-hmm. it's a, it's fried plantain. Well, it's, and then you mash it, and then you mix it with seafood. You can have meat on there. You can have chicken. So that's one of my favorites. And we eat a lot of rice and beans. Um, it's like really, if you've ever been to the Dominican Republic, or have you ever been to you know, Cuba, or you've eaten, eaten Cuban foods, it's pretty, you know, they're all very similar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my favorite are the, you know, the fried foods, but I don't eat those every day, obviously, only on special occasions. Yeah, I love fried food. I know that sounds bad, but it's true. You know, we can't get away from <laughs> <Awesome>. it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, though. I know that's cool dishes. My mom was saying, she's like, man, I love plantains. I'm like, see, another reason why we should go there. <laughs> yeah, the food is really different since, you know, American food, I guess. What do you eat for dinner? I'm not really sure. That's, I've always, you know, questioned that. Yeah, well. I know, like, hamburgers, cheeseburgers mm-hmm. are really American. <laughs> I know. I've always wondered. Oh, that's so cool that you asked that question, though, because, I mean, for American dinners, honestly, there's nothing set in stone that we typically eat. I mean, on a regular basis, it could be anything from, like, spaghetti because we cook a lot of different, like, cultural dishes. So we could have, like, Italian one night, whether that's, like, pizza or spaghetti, or other nights we'll have something 
quote unquote like more American, which is like hamburgers, hot dogs, brats, things like that. And then, I mean, in my house, typically we cook a lot of Filipino food because my mom's Filipino. And then on other All nights, right. yeah. So on yeah. other nights, we just have like, but we do have like rice every every night because that kind of comes in with like the Filipino culture as well. But like I was saying, on other nights, it's just kind of. I don't know, standard, I would say. Like, sometimes we have pizza, and I think that's, like, Italian in a sense, but then it's quoted American food because we tend to eat a lot of pizza. So I guess you could say it exactly. in that way. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah, and then, you know, even though I'm Puerto Rican, obviously we have, you know, now that you were mentioning that, we don't eat, you know, typical Puerto Rican food every night. Mm-hmm. And since I'm a vegetarian... You realize that during the yes. end of the two weeks, <laughs> I enjoy a lot of seafood and vegetables. So my mom, she makes a little bit of everything. And since my mom is Italian-American, we eat a lot of spaghetti and mm-hmm. um, a lot of different foods. We eat pizza now and then. And um, yeah, but rice, it's basically a very common food for every night because rice can be joined by anything. Mm-hmm. And then it's pretty interesting how, you know, rice is, you know, it's one food, but in different, you know, different regions and cultures, they make it so different. Because if you try rice here, it will taste totally different from rice you would try at, you know, Philippines or anywhere else. So I think that's really interesting, too. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy the rice from here. It's really, it's so tasty. And then, you know, with the beans, the beans here in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. And gandulas, it's um, peas. I'm not sure they call it and then with like pigeon peas I don't I'm not really sure it's really yummy so that's awesome yeah I know I love talking about foods from different cultures though because like you were saying it's amazing that you asked me that question because it's not every day that I get that question so to to describe it is like huh what do we eat every night you know it's cool (laughs) because you ask people um about food and they will now they will talk about foods from any place in the world but then if you ask them about American food, they'll be like hamburgers, cheeseburgers, but, you know, like what do they eat? Um, chicken fingers. <laughs> but actually, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. American families, they embrace, you know, foods from different parts of the world. I realize that. So that's awesome. Yeah, I would definitely And you that you are so. um, multiracial, your mom's from Philippines, and you're, you're, is your dad American? He is or? technically, but it's like half I'm half German, so I mean, on that side, we do make a little bit of German food, like very small. Like I know when I went to um, my grandparents' house in Florida, like right after MAOT week, my grandma made me like a traditional German dish and it's basically like noodles and roast beef and with like mashed potatoes and technically that's like completely authentic German. So that's one of the things that I never realized was a German dish. So when I found that out, I was like, hmm, it does come into play, you know? So yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. Yes. And going more into kind of like our week about Miss America's Outstanding Teen, because that was like a great week. We made so many friends and I'm really glad I have you as a friend now. So how would you describe your entire experience? My experience was overwhelming. It was beyond anything I ever expected, honestly. Um, at first, when I arrived, I arrived to MAOT, I was so nervous. I'm not sure if you went through the same thing, but I was. I thought that I like I was nervous about the girls. Like, mm-hmm. how are they? Are they? You know, because back home, you you have teenage friends, and they, you know, they're so friendly. Let's put it that way. And then I didn't imagine that going 
through that week, we will we would be like sisters. We would be so mm-hmm. you know, nice to each other. We helped each other through the competition. We would be like, you know, we all had like eyes on each other. You, you need you need help with this. Um, is something missing? So I love that about all the girls during that week. And, um, you know, they were so humble and down to earth and so grounded. I love that. And, um, you know, I, that was basically one of my favorite parts because even though it was a competition, only one girl would have, you know, gone back home with the crown. So you can't have only your eyes on the crown because then what about the rest of the week? What about mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the things, you know, you were going through? So I think it was really important to enjoy every second, be nice to everyone, get to know each other, and, you know, learn from each other. And I learned so much from all the girls, learning from their cultures, learning, you know, tips they have to share or, you know, grabbing a little, every, you know, special things about their personalities. And, you know, and it was so, I was so impressed about their talent. I was so amazed because I was surrounded by the best of the best of the United States. I'm, I'm not sure if you felt that way, but when mm-hmm. I saw those girls during their, you know, doing their talent, you were in my group, so I saw you doing your talent, mm-hmm. and um, I was so impressed. I was like, wow, back home, I've never felt this way before. So, you know, just being around these great girls, that they were talented, they were beautiful, they were so involved in their communities, and that's what the Miss America's Outstanding Team is all about, being outstanding. So I think that was great. Yeah, I definitely, yes, I definitely agree. Because like you were saying, you know, obviously one girl walked away with the crown and sometimes it's hard to grasp that. But I think that we were so ready to embrace our sisterhood that honestly, at the end of the day, we were so happy for her and we knew we didn't like not win. We won because we had like friendships and, you know, these are things like they were saying, you know, these are going to be your bridesmaids and things like that. And I honestly, truly believe that. So Oh, yeah. And then the last day of the week where we all, um, I'm not sure if it was, yes, it was before the final night where we all said, you know, basically said our pre-goodbye because it wasn't an official goodbye. Mm-hmm. But we were, it was our last meeting at the hospitality suite. And, you know, hearing those girls speak, how we all touched each other's mm-hmm. hearts in different ways. You know, it was such a special bonding and the experience was, it's beyond words. I would recommend this system to anyone, you know, because it's totally a blessing. You learn so much. And then people don't really understand it when they say, you know, only girl walks, you know, walks away with the crown. The rest of the girls are, you know, happy for that girl. That's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. And not everyone understands it, you know, mm-hmm. like, they're like, how, how are you so happy when that contestant won? Because during that week, you know, if you're going through a week and other pageants that they go through, two weeks or three, if you're every single day with this group of girls, you all go together through stress, through happiness, through, you know, a lot of things, you literally become sisters. That's the whole part of it. So any girl that wins that crown, you know, you're happy for her because your sister, you know, you know she won. She won the crown and then you won as well because... Everyone, you know, walks away with a huge learning experience with something they will take, you know, with them for the rest of their lives. So, and I think we all improved a lot. During that week, we walked away as totally, you know, new and improved girls. We modified so many things about each other. 
And, you know, you and I know that rehearsals and all of those things were so hectic. They were so stressful. But I'm grateful for that because we learned, you know, to take a deep breath. We mm-hmm. learned to be patient. We learned to, you know, how to embrace that and then turn, you know, the worst, turn it to, to best, be positive. So, you know, I really enjoyed everything. Yes, me too. And before we go on to anything else, I think it's time for another break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today. You're tonight, tuned in to Maddie weekend, Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Eastern time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and again, we're continuing our lovely conversation. I just said, I don't even know what I just said. This is another one of those days, guys. I just had a moment (laughs) there. Yeah. Danielle, I don't know if you're aware of this, but on my show, I, like, have little mess-ups sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I, that was a, oh, yeah, that uh, that didn't go the way I planned. I meant to say conversation. Hopefully, you guys picked that up. I think you did. No explanation needed other than that. So, anyways, 
Daniela is still here on the phone all the way in Puerto Rico. So we were just kind of talking about, you know, what her experience was like. And really to describe it in one short phrase is that it was more than we expected. We walked out with, you know, great friendships, a sisterhood, and so much to look forward to for our future because we learned so much about ourselves as well as, you know, lifelong lessons, whether that's something small or something big. I think what we saw overall was just you know, the hope that we gave to other girls inspiring, they inspired me and just everything that you got out of the experience was undescribable and definitely totally worth it. So I agree with you 110%. And I remember that night now that you mentioned it, that one last meeting, we were all bawling our eyes out. Like, literally, I've never seen so many crying girls in one room before because we were all so emotional. Like, literally, everybody was crying. I was trying not to cry, but it was impossible. It was, (laughs) oh gosh, because that night I looked at all the girls in that room and I was only thinking, you know, not thinking about Atlantic City, you know, the next, that Mm -hmm. was happening the next three weeks. But um, I was thinking I might not see most of these girls ever again and they are so important and special to me. And they all started sharing stories and they all started sharing how, why we are so important to them and how we touch their lives. And I was bawling. It was, oh my gosh. When Tanae started speaking, I just wanted to hug her and mm-hmm. never I let agree. her go. It was incredible. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, there must have been something challenging for us I know we were just talking about this and now I'm going to go into this question there's always going to be something that is challenging for us throughout the week I mean there are our highlights as well so if you could pick one challenge and one highlight of the week what would you say my challenge was the first rehearsal Mm -hmm. because yeah and I have to say the first one ever Because when I arrived to Miss America's Outstanding Team, that um, I remember walking in the hotel and meeting all of the girls. And, you know, we were so excited. Hi, nice to meet you. And, you know, we were also nice to each other. And we did our footage, our recordings. Then we had to change quickly into our sweatpants, tracksuits for rehearsal. And I remember being with a group of girls. We were late because our recording session Mm -hmm. was a little bit... um, it was a little bit late walking in that huge um, ballroom with all of the contestants. And then we had to do our dance rehearsal. And we were also nervous. We weren't doing our best, basically. Not everyone knew all of the moves. I think it's part of the nerves and part of that um, back home. We had, you know, our time was so limited for us to practice every day for that since we had other, you know, things on our minds. Mm-hmm. So that day, I remember being so nervous. And then, you know, during the week, doing our practices, I think that was a little bit stressful because we wanted to do our best. But it was so hard, you know, getting it all polished. So I'd say that was the most, you know, stressful part. I think it was a, a, even more stressful than the interview. Yes. Was <laughs> yeah. It was intense. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, and then my highlight, I'd have to say... Oh my gosh! I think that I think that's the hardest part. When I got back home, people were like, "What was your favorite part about the week?" I really, I think you know, being on stage every night at prelims, not before prelims, because before before prelims it was you know as <laughs> as you know hectic 
as other any other practice. But um, during the shows, mm-hmm. that it's like when those curtains, when they were pulled up and you saw the audience and it was your time to shine. <laughs> That's our phrase. I we, know. I was just about to say. When it was our time to shine. And you, like, you don't, I think, at least for me, I wasn't even thinking about this is a competition. I was thinking about, you know, this is my time to prove that, you know, this, what this week was all about. You know, everything I learned, everything I've worked so hard for, I'm just going to let it go right here. And I'm doing it surrounded by all of my friends because that's how I felt. I felt all these girls there, you know, I felt like they were my best friends during that week. It was so special. And then we were all so pumped up, um, smiling, you know, mm-hmm. all the pets, you know, screaming to each other, let's go, girls. It was so much fun because on that stage it was about having fun. You know, it was about just being yourself. So that was my favorite part, definitely. Yeah, I would parts because everything was so amazing. Yes, I would definitely agree. I mean, just the whole week in general, it's so hard to pick one thing. So I'm sorry I sprung such a hard question. But I mean, if there was anything, it definitely would be the friendships because that really sums up just about everything. Wow, yes. And then MAOT, I love how they say that it's a sorority because it basically is. Mm -hmm. You go through, you know, such tough week. Because, you know, yes. the sororities, they have their tough initiation week, mm-hmm. I guess. This is ours. You know, we ha- it's like we went through that, too. But we went through, you know, we had so much fun. We met, each, you know, we got to meet each, each other so much. We are sisters, and I love that. about. And then the Miss America organization in general, it is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beyond words, and I love how during that week, most of the help, most of the volunteers that were you know, part of the staff, a lot of them are or former Miss America contestants or just, like, people that have always been involved for years. And there is a reason why they keep coming back and they keep helping and serving. And it's because it is so amazing. You really have to be there, you know, to understand why it is so overwhelming. Yes, and I think that, like, overall in the entire week when you look at it and just be like, how special is this to have the opportunity to be able to say that, yes, I represented my state at a national competition where literally, like you said, it's the best of the best. Cause quite honestly, it's when you bring it down to it, everybody's talents are amazing and oh, wow, yeah. you know, it can be intimidating at times, but then like you said, it's such a friendship that honestly it didn't feel exactly like a competition. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like, Oh, hard for this. It was just like support and love and like you were saying as well you know just to tag on that again is that the america system is all about that and i love that it's about scholarship and talent and they take that into consideration and the fact that they want to form sisterhoods you know it that's what it's all about and at the end of the day they can say that yeah we hopefully inspired some girl to you know reach out have their hand and make a difference and whether that means it making a friend or getting scholarships or whatever it may be just to hopefully impact them in some way. Exactly. And another thing is that what I loved about, you know, that week and being surrounded by these girls is that we all might be different because we have different talents. We have maybe different cultures back home, um, a different lifestyle, but we all share similar ambitions. We all 
have, you know, these huge expectations with, with life. And we are also dedicated, you know, with our communities and the school. So we have so much, you know, to share and we have so much in common. And I think that was so special. And that's why we, we bonded so much. Because one of the, you know, the toughest things during high school is finding people that understand you, that share, you know, those different interests. And mm-hmm. then being being a whole week with girls that might be so similar to you in a way, that is so incredible. And I love how I left that week and I have a friend in every single state, including D.C., and then there's me, Puerto Rico, for the rest <laughs> of the pros. But um, I love that now, you know, in the future, if I'm... If I go to state, I have a friend there. If I'm, you know, if in the future I'm involved in any project, if I'm involved, you know, in any career, I might have a friend that is pretty much involved as well because all of the girls, they, as I said, they're really involved and they, they're striving for big things, if you know what I mean. So that's what I love about that. I, I, during that week, I was like, I'm looking at future professionals future this, future that, because all of these girls, you know, they are amazing, and they have, they're so capable of doing anything, and that's definitely something I grasped, grasped from that week. Yes, me too, and I agree. And again, we have to take another break. I know it's kind of funny because I feel like our conversations go by so fast, but I know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Have you met Catherine the Grape? She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, singing songs, having fun, and taking adventures with her friends. She especially loves to make new friends like you. Tune in each week to Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour, hosted by Madeline, and discover about how you are magical, colorful, and love. You will learn, laugh, and feel welcome with Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Be inspired to ripple loving kindness throughout the world with your friends at Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Awesome and loving We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And again, we're continuing our conversation. See, I didn't screw up that time. <laughs> with Daniela. So this is our final segment. And yes, I know the time has flown by. It's crazy. But Daniela, to get back on track with everything, I mean, literally Miss America's Outstanding Teen Week was a blast. And I'm so glad I got to experience and meet you as well, as well as all the other girls and all of our sisters. So going to the next stage, which is Miss America, what was your week like at Miss America? It was so much fun. Since that week, we weren't going through competition anymore. We were a little bit more relaxed. And we basically, we went through rehearsals. Um, just like at the MAOT week, we were rehearsing, we were rehearsing for the parade. And for, we participated in a prelim. They took us sightseeing. We had time to bond with each other. We walked, the board walked together, all the girls. We had time off just to bond, just to be with each other. Um, we had a night where we all we all just walked the boardwalk. We went to the mall. We went. We ate. We we celebrated Kelly's birthday, Georgia. So it was a lot of fun. I think it was you know a bonding experience where we were stress free. We had time to relax and just have fun. And then obviously being part of the Miss America pageant, the final mm-hmm. the final competition was amazing. And I'm so happy for Miss New York. She did. Great. Obviously, that's why she won. And I'm so happy. They all did so well. It was incredible. That's awesome. And just like going more into like Miss America, I know we said that it's a talent based organization. So tell me a little bit about your talent because I absolutely love it. Oh, my talent. Thank you. It's You're um, welcome. <laughs> belly dance. It's Egyptian dancing, basically, um, using ISIS wings. And I've been belly dancing since I was like 12 years old, but my talent at MAOT, it wasn't, it was just a little bit of belly dance, but mm-hmm. mostly it was Egyptian dancing and I used ISIS wings, um, which it, ISIS wings go, goes back in, in history. It celebrates, celebrates the ancient goddess of femininity, ISIS. I think it, I chose it because I think it's so beautiful how, you know, you celebrate, um, femininity, you celebrate grace, and the wings, it looks like a butterfly on stage, and then, you know, the the effect with the lights, and I think it's visibly beautiful, and it's one of my favorites, because when you do Egyptian dancing, or Arabian dancing, or Turkish, with all the different influences with belly dance, you can pick a lot of, there's candelabra, there's, um, there's different um, props you can use on stage. But the ISIS wings are definitely my favorite, and I chose it for that week. 
That's awesome. And, you know, taking another turn, we know that the Miss America organization is very much well based on volunteerism and just being really a great role model in your community. So what is your platform and why did it inspire you to kind of take this on? My platform is making minority women feel powerful by empowering them. I chose it, first of all, I'm considered minority in the United States, and I thought it was interesting how Hispanics in the States are the fastest-growing minority. Um, soon, there will be the same amount of Hispanics than there is of Americans in the United States, and I think that's a very interesting fact. But it's incredible how you have... Um, minorities, they take place in every type of career, starting from housekeeper to politicians to, you know, doctors, but for some reason they lack so much of, you know, economic-wise, and they, you know, they have, they suffer from lack of resources, and um, I would love, you know, to help that and make a change and reach out to them and reach out to minority young girls, you know, that they feel they have limitations that they feel they can't, you know, receive the same education as other kids can. You know, they can, and there's, you know, it's a fact that a lot of Hispanics have succeeded, you know, greatly in life. Look at, let's see the celebrities, for instance, Jennifer Lopez, then Sonia Sotomayor, that I read her book. She is a, she's a politician right now, and she is so great, and she actually has a very, you know, sad background. And then she overcame that, and she is so big right now. So I think it's very important to embrace that and speak out and say that nobody has limitations. And I specifically chose minorities because I'm a minority. So That's awesome. And another quick question. This is going to be our final question. But um, would you, what does your career future look like for you? What would you like to do? I want to be, I want to study biology and be a doctor, um, specifically a plastic surgeon, and specialize in cleft lip and palate. Um, since I was a little kid, I saw a special on Discovery Channel, and it was a group of doctors that they travel um, like three times a year, and they go to places like Africa, um, South America, where, you know, economic-wise, they don't have the money to... To help, you know, these kids get their faces repaired. So I would love to be a plastic surgeon and then travel, you know, the world and help and do that as, you know, as charity. That's awesome. I would love that. Yes, I love that. That's so interesting. And I know this is the end of our interview now, but um, thank you so much, Daniela, for, you know, joining me and talking to me. And I'm sure everybody can go ahead and find you on like Facebook and Instagram to kind of like follow your journey as Miss Puerto Rico's Outstanding Teen. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I know one day we're going to run for Miss America together. Oh my gosh, I would love that. <laughs> we definitely have to repeat that week. Yes, I agree. Florida. I agree. Yeah. So up next, I'm going to be showing you the song of the week. And as you all know, there's a different one every week because it's a featured one. So yeah, I don't know why I felt the need to explain that again. But anyways, this one's by Mika. It's the popular song featuring Ariana Grande. So I hope you enjoy it. So here it goes. Now I'm 
and I'm a few Would you pretty bum bum Now you're working at the movie Selling popular corn I could have been a mess But I never went wrong Cause I'm putting down my story In a popular song Now it's you that cleans up. Trying to make me feel bad with the things you do. It ain't so funny when the joke's on you. Ooh, the joke's on you. Got everyone laughing, got everyone clapping. Ask him how come you look so cool. Cause that's the only thing I learned at school. That's the only thing that I learned at school. Well, too, Mika. Home Coop, we have dinner planned for some very special guests. guys enjoyed that song thank you so much for joining us you have been listening to the fame game i am maddie rose and this show has been produced by kidstar for the voice america kids radio network thanks for listening and we'll be with you again next week but up next is a track from the kidstar album of the month enjoy bye Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kids Star Album of the Month, here's Mr. Saxophone. Dave Farmer with Earth and Sky Lullaby.
Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. 